Hey, hey, how we doing, y'all? This is The Common Cold, season one, episode one. Uh, my name is Freddie Cole. I am Kalila Cole. And our podcast is going to be centered around relationships and marriages. So I'm really excited to be able to get our, our season underway. And so we do want, we just want to talk a little bit. Can we just have basic conversations and keep it real? Let's do it. Okay. All right. So today's topic, this is for the very beginning. We're just going to start off real slow because at the end of the day, we are going to get into some hot and heavy uh, discussions um, in reference to relationships, marriages. We're going to dig into all the heavy stuff and um, hopefully we'll be able to serve as a light for those of you that might be going through some tough patches in your relationships or some of you that may just be looking for answers and some may just need encouragement, whatever it is. We're hoping that we get a chance to cover those topics for you. But for today, we're going to start pretty light. We're going to talk about how we met. All right. Um, so just so you give you a chance to get to know us. Now, do you want to open up with it? Because my story is always a little more uh, <laughs> Well, I was happy going along in ministry, doing my own thing. It's like, no, seriously. <laughs> seriously. You know, after a tumultuous season with relationships and um, you know, past things. I, you know, I said, you know what, God, I can't, I can't keep going the way I've been going earlier today at church. We were talking about, you got to let people get to the end of the bag of the chips. You got to get all the way and eat all the chips so that they can get beyond themselves to not want to eat any more chips. And so I had to get to the end of my situation. I had to keep going until I was sick and tired of it. And when I got sick and tired of it, I ran into the church and I said, you know what, Bishop, I can't do this. I need help. I need to get beyond all of this. I need to, I need a change in my life. And so what I did is I went and they said, you know what, you're going to do deliverance and healing, inner healing. So every Saturday, <laughs> well, once a month, every Saturday, I was in deliverance and inner healing. And then I start ministering deliverance and inner healing. And then after that, you know, I just, you know, I began to learn and remind myself of who I am and who I was in God. And once all that gunk started getting out of me, I was able to then heal from all that past baggage. And it was at that time, that whole year process, just like Esther, it was like at the end of that six months, that first, you know, when they going through all the grooming and getting their hair right, getting her to smell good. It was after that six month process that I was like, okay, God, am I ready? And then that's when I made a post because the prophet is I went to a, a, um, a church service on New Year's Eve and a prophet said, your husband is on tag. I was like, whatever. I didn't even know anything about social media. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to make my post and I'm going to give it a week or two. And if nothing happens, I'm done. I made my post and now we enter in and let him pick up at that. And we'll just keep going back and forth until we get to the end. So the, the interesting thing about this was that I was actually uh, headed to work one morning, but I was finished, you know, getting ready a little early. So I decided let me hop on, um, on tag and just kill a little bit of time before I go to work. So I got on there and the way it was set up, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar or some of us older folks were familiar with it. Basically you kind of go through and I think you can click a button or something. The, the more times you click, the more profiles come. So I'm just clicking through, clicking through, clicking through, killing time. And then her profile picture came up and I paused and I was like, wait a minute, who is this? Like she got my attention. And so I clicked on, I think something to do with flirting or something. I can't remember what it was. This is so long ago. Um, and so I clicked the flirt button and then I checked out her profile and noticed she was up in Detroit. I'm in Florida. I'm like, I don't care. This girl's fine. I'm about to talk to her. And so, um, so we ended up having a conversation back and forth. Now, mind you, this conversation took place so long that I ended up late for work. I was went from being early, uh, to being late for work. 
but I didn't care. I was like, no, I, I got to make sure I solidify my conversation with this woman before I leave. So we ended up talking and um, exchanged phone numbers. And then from that point, it just we kind of took off from there. We This was in January of 2009. Um, by August of 2009, I had moved to Detroit to be with her. And by September of 2009, we were married. And here we are, 14 years later, still going strong. And so I'm going to rewind it all the way back. <laughs> and so when he sent me the message and he was flirting with me and I said, hold on, you're all the way in Florida. I'm in I'm in Detroit. That's too far. And he said, but you don't have any faith. And it was that message back to me that said, you know what? Wow. You know, this 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 could be it. But I'm not sure this could be it. And he started talking. And lo and behold, I checked out his profile and his vision was so similar to my vision. And that's when I knew, because the, the thing about us women, we can choose whoever we want to choose. The men come and find us, but we get to choose whomever we want to choose. And so when you choose, you have to make sure that that person who is coming to find you, that your visions match because you're the helpmate. If their vision is to be running a club and, and, and do, doing all these different things, but your vision is to run an orphanage, um, maybe they're not aligned and maybe you, right. he may be the one, but you need to wait for him to go through some things and go through some inner healing and deliverance before you solidify that thing. And so, but because our, our visions aligned so well, as far as ministry and children and, and so on, I knew that, okay, I can help this person meet whatever challenge or meet whatever goal that, that he wanted to meet. Yeah. And so understand some of the context behind this is that what she's speaking on is real because at the end of the day, um, in 2009, I was not, um, I wasn't saved. I wasn't living my life right. I was, you know, in the streets doing my own thing. And uh, she was a youth pastor at that time. So we had, we weren't equally yoked, if you will. And so she put me through the ringer um, for quite some time. And um, it got to a point where she actually was like, I'm going to give you some space because you need to get yourself right with the Lord before you can get with me. And um, I wanted her that bad that I got myself right with the Lord so that I could be with her. And, um, you know, my initial reasoning for wanting to get right with God was for her. But when I gave myself to the Lord and decided to commit myself, um, I actually, my relationship with him actually grew even stronger, which helped me to be able to be a blessing as a husband to her. So, um, that's how we met. And um, we've been going strong for 14 years and um, and God has been good to us and has been blessing us as well. Um, so Dr. K, got a question for you. Mm -hmm. As we go through this uh, episode one, I want to kind of put you on the spot a little bit. You ready? Okay. All right. So when you first saw me, what were your thoughts? And see, here's the thing. I got to tell y'all this. Uh oh. Let me tell you how good God is. This is how good God is. When you are used to a specific thing, He's going to show you us. In in my case, right? He showed me a specific thing. Like I liked like thugs, right? <laughs> I don't know, but they weren't the best for me. Didn't I just tell you my history, right? They they were not not what I was supposed to be dealing with. But I like that. So the picture that He had for His profile, He had him in this white hat, and he looked like Ti, like he was. <laughs> 
like he was a thug. And so I was like, okay, maybe I can, I can do this. But let me tell you something. His character is so amazing. He wasn't a thug. He was a he was a person who was willing to be who God called him to be and not try to be what the streets or what what he saw um, African and male. African-American men generally looking like he didn't go for that. And that is what kept me, you know, it's one thing to get you in the door, but it takes so much more to keep an individual. So yeah, that may be the picture that you think you see in your mind to get you there. Like he saw my picture, my smile, he got him there, but I had to have some character. I had to have some substance mm -hmm. for him to want to stay. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what he had for me. Like that picture got me in the door, but it was his character and his substance that kept me wanting to be in the relationship with him. Yeah. <laughs> you so, so I was, I'm here, if I'm hearing this right, I was sexy. And I had character. Yes, I guess. <laughs> so make sure I heard that right. Because sometimes you hear things differently the way it was said. But um, so when when we first had a chance to to talk and uh, we were getting to know each other, mind you guys, we were getting to know each other from long distance. She was in Detroit, I was in Tallahassee, Florida. And um, so what was what was some of your personal challenges that you had to consider? Being that I was in Florida, and you were in and you were in Detroit, and you're trying this whole new thing out, what what were some things that you had to battle with mentally um, to be able to say I'm going to push through this and see what God does? Um, before I answer that, I just want to acknowledge my six year old son who was his spinning image of his father. He just came in here trying to dance, trying to get me to smile and laugh. He's so sweet. <laughs> um, so some of the challenges, because I was so full-time in ministry, I mean, I was in the doors and it was at least an hour from my house, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday for dance um, practice sometimes because we were putting on a play. So we had to come for rehearsal and then Sunday at church. So I was in church a lot. The thing that I didn't have to deal with what the devil was trying to make me deal with is other men claiming that I was their spouse. But see, what I asked God for is that I wanted someone who didn't see my physical appearance. Right. And that's what God gave me. I had no idea that because I wasn't in social media. I had no idea that what I was asking for, I couldn't get where I was at. The things that I asked God to give me, there's no way I could have gotten it where I was at because I was always at church. So everybody at church saw me. The men saw me at church. They saw me. They saw me dancing and they fell in love with the anointing and the spirit over my life. But I wasn't theirs. It's easy for a man to see you and want you. We see that with Tamar in the Bible. We see that with several women in the Bible. They want you so bad. Diana. They want you so bad. That they're willing to do whatever it takes to have you. But once they get you, they really don't want you. They just, oh, I want to marry you. I want to be with you. But they really, really don't. And so mm -hmm. because of my past with men, it was a blessing for me. It, it allowed me to stay chaste, right? I didn't have to worry about, you said, what were some of the struggles? It was actually a blessing. I didn't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I, I want to, but I can't. Because he's like, right here, we're going to go on a date. I didn't have to worry about those things. And so it actually allowed me to spend so much more time with God. It helped, helped me to really dive in and study and, and fast and just really connect with God more. And they connect with him on a spiritual level because there was no um, emotional, uh, physical type of thing going on with us. It was all spiritual. And so it was a greater connection than it would have been if he was side by side with me every day. Because if I was there, <laughs> best believe, 
I would have tried everything. <laughs> I would have tried. I would have tried. But it was good. God had a way of doing things so that we had to do it right, uh, which is a blessing. All right. So even for those of you that are watching right now, there's some questions on the screen that you have an opportunity to answer. We'd love to hear some, hear from you, get some feedback from you. Um, what is your story? If you're married or in a relationship, what is your story of how you met? Um, if you're single, then how are, what are you what are your thoughts about being in a relationship and how are you preparing yourself for one? Like these are things that we're going to dig into at some point in during the season. So we're just really excited. Um, if you have any questions for us, feel free to chime in and put those questions out there for us. Uh, we love to interact with you on that. Dr. K, you got anything that you want to add or? No, um, just that when he did come in August, before we got married in September, we were in separate floors and he would come and pick me up and take me on dates and bring me back home. Like I said, his character, even my bishop, when he first came to visit me, I introduced him to my bishop because I needed to know what he thought. Right. So he, my bishop saw goodness in his eyes and, and a, a character of integrity and everybody that meets him, even to this day, it's my son, even to this day, talks about his character and his integrity. And that is what I fell in love with. And I'm so grateful that we made, we have a story of us that we can talk to you guys about. And we're going to go deeper and deeper too. Yeah, that's the beginning. But what happened after y'all said y'all do and y'all walked away? We're going to get into all of that. It seemed all good. Okay. But what happens after you say I do? Yeah. Because we had some ups. We had some downs. Um our honeymoon phase was really short, wasn't it? We had to really learn how, because one of the topics we're going to talk about is blended families. Um, this was my first marriage. Um, and it was my not only my first marriage, but I had to go into this marriage with a blended family. There were two teenagers in the house. Um, so there were some challenges that I had to face that I was not prepared for, which again, there are some families out there right now that are struggling in, in a blended family situation. We're going to talk about all those topics um, during the season. So I'm really excited about this podcast. I want you guys to tune in. I want you to like. I want you to share with other people that are in relationships. I promise you this will be a blessing to you. Um, so definitely get stay connected to us, and we're going to be right back next week. Um, we're going to start digging into some very serious topics. If you have a topic, by the way, something that you like, yo, I have a question about this, or me and my spouse, we have a question about this. We might be struggling with this. Send it in. I promise you we'll touch on it. And I, and I, I just believe God that we'll be able to give you an answer that you will need that will bless your, your situation. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Have a wonderful evening or morning or afternoon, whatever it is. Have a great one. <laughs> um, that's right. <laughs>